welcome again to the Wild Year Single Podcast. I'm glad that you joined us again this week. I hope the podcast has been a blessing to you. If you happen to be in the Houston area this coming Friday, October the 24th, I'd like to invite you to a Wild Year Single service, which will be taking place in Library 100 in Houston Baptist University. If you'd like to get the address and more information about this event, I encourage you to check our website out ojtalksministries.org, click on the While You're a Single logo, and you'll get more information about that, and it will be taking place this Friday, and I encourage you to bring a friend as well. We are going to be talking about protecting your relationship from the enemy. Protecting your relationship from the enemy. There's a devil out there that does not want you to be in a godly relationship. If he can't stop you from getting into one, he'll try to interrupt it. He'll try to interfere with it, and ultimately, he'll try to break it up. So come this Friday and find out how you can prevent that from happening. I once heard a story about a beggar who said, if he had $100, he will never complain again. A beggar said, if he had $100, he will never complain again. When he said that, a businessman happened to be walking by. When the businessman heard that, he asked the, the beggar, he said, did you just say, if you have $100, you'll never complain again? And the beggar said, yeah, that's exactly what I said. Then the businessman reached into his wallet, pulled out a $100 bill, and gave it to the beggar. And the beggar said, thank you very much. And the businessman walked away. After the businessman walked away, the beggar turned to his friends and said, I wished I had asked for $200. My point is, today, this week, I'm going to be talking about being content. Being content. A lot of people are not content. A lot of singles are not content being single. Because they want to get married. Funny enough, there are a lot of people who are married who are not happy being married. They want to be single. Discontentment is not the attitude we should have when we're trusting God to help us in our lives. We need to learn to be content. A lot of people are discontented about where they are, about who they are, about what they have. Thinking that if they have more thinking if they look different, thinking if they are somewhere else, things will be better. But Luke 16.10 says, if you're not faithful with the little things, you're not going to be faithful with much. If you're faithful with little things, you'll be faithful with much. And I want to encourage a single person and single adults everywhere to be content where they are. Being content does not mean that you don't improve. Being content does not mean that you don't strive to have a better situation in your life. Being content means despite the fact that you might not be where you want to be or have what you want to have, you are happy where you are. You are self-sufficient. You are okay with the way things are until on your way to where God is taking you. Paul said it best in Philippians chapter 4. Verses 11 to 13. And I'm quoting from the New International Version. He said, I am not saying this 
because I'm in need. For I have learned how to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who strengthens me. Some translations quote the last part of Philippians 4.13 as I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Paul is letting us know that he has learned to be content regardless of whatever situation he finds himself. A couple of things really stand out from Paul's statement about being content. He said, I have learned how to be content. Contentment is something that is learned. Being content is something that we learn. Not only did Paul let us know that he has learned how to be content, he helps us know how he is able to be content. He tells us he has learned the secret of being content. So the million-dollar question is, what is the secret of being content? He alludes to this in Philippians 4.13. I can do all this through him who strengthens me. What is the this that he says he can do? If you follow the context of what Paul is saying from verses 11 to 13 in Philippians 4, you realize it's talking about being content, whether he has plenty or whether he has little. He mentions that he's able to do all this because of Christ who strengthens him. I want to encourage you and let you know that Jesus strengthening you is the secret of you being content. And I know, of course, that whatever God has called you to do, you can do it. Because through Christ, we can do all things. Through Christ, you can do everything God has called you to do, including being content. The fact that Paul says, Christ strengthens me. I can do all things. I can be content. Whether I'm rich, whether I'm poor, whether I'm hungry, whether I'm well-fed, through Christ, who strengthens me, speaks volumes. The key word here is strengthens me. This makes me look at Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. Nehemiah chapter 8, and the last part of verse 10, which says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. This lets us know there's a connection between joy and contentment. Simply put, people who are content have the joy of the Lord and people who aren't do not have the joy of the Lord. What is joy then? I like this simple acrostic that summarizes what joy is. J-O-Y. Jesus over you. Put another way, Jesus others you. J-O-Y, Jesus first, others second, you last. Joy is mentioned as a fruit of the Spirit. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23, we hear of the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, 
faithfulness, meekness, or self-control. When we walk in the joy of the Lord, when we are expressing joy, we are reflecting the fruit of the Spirit. When And as a result, we can be content. However, when we have no joy, we will become discontented. We'll become angry. We do not like where we are. And that is reflected in the works of the flesh. Galatians 5.16 says, Walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In other words, when you let the Holy Spirit lead you, you will not yield to your flesh or yield to your natural inclinations to be angry, to be upset, to be discontented, to do a lot of things that are a reflection of our natural desires. If we do not let the Spirit of God lead us, we're going to be doing a lot of things that do not reflect the character of God. These things are evident. The works of the flesh, the works of our natural desires are explained and stated clearly in Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 to 21. And in verses 20 and 21, we hear things like jealousy and envy and anger and factions and uh, dissension and division and things like that. Those are the works of the flesh. And a lot of times when people are discontent, when they are not content, they are jealous of what others have and they are envious of what others have and feel like if I have this and if I have what he or she has or if I am married, things will be better. But that's not the case because if you're not faithful where you are, you're not going to be faithful where you're going to go. If you're not faithful as a single person, you will not be faithful as a married person. The key is being content. And in order to be content, you need the secret, which is Christ strengthening you. And he strengthens you through joy because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, let's look closely at this part of the fruit of the spirit called joy. In Galatians 5, 22 and 23, we are told what the fruit of the spirit is. Love, joy, peace long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and self-control. Some have broken down this fruit into three groups. The first group includes the first three, love, joy, peace. The second group includes the second three, long-suffering or patience, kindness, and goodness. And the third group, the last three in the fruit of the Spirit, are faithfulness, gentleness, or meekness, self-control, or temperance. The first three ripen toward God. The second three ripen toward others. And the third three ripen toward you. Jesus first, others second, you third, joy. The first three, love, God is love. Joy comes from God, the joy of the Lord and the peace of God, and the Prince of Peace. So love, joy, and peace are from God. We receive that from God. The middle three, patience, kindness, and goodness, are the way we should treat others. We should be patient with them. We should be kind to them. We should be good to them. And the last three refer to our character, refer to us as a reflection of our growth. We need to be faithful. We need to be gentle or meek which means strength under control or humility it's part of that and we need to exercise self-control when we walk or express the fruit of the spirit we will be content the joy of the lord strengthens you to be content a lot of times people confuse joy with happiness 
obviously someone who's not content is someone who's not happy but the key is not being happy the key is to be joyful the key is to have the joy of the lord what then is the difference between joy and happiness well happiness is based on circumstances joy is based on instances happiness is based on circumstances and joy is based on instances in other words the word circumstance is derived from the latin word circumstantia it's a combination of the word circ circum and stan circum means around or circle that's where we get circumference circumnavigate and star means stand so basically circumstance is something standing around you what is standing around you happiness is based on what's standing around you what is positioned around you instance the latin word is instantia and it's a combination of the words in and star we know star is stand in simply means presence i like to put it this way while circumstance is based on what's standing or positioned around you in stance is based on what's in you what's in you or what's the presence of god in you the presence standing in you the present position in you jesus in you so happiness is based on circumstances things around you joy is based on instances what's in you happiness is based on happenings what is happening around you joy is based on what happens in you joy is based on what happens in you happiness does not lead to joy but joy leads to happiness be encouraged to have the joy of the lord and you will be content and while you're faithful where you are what you have who you are god will take you places you never dreamed of be encouraged god has not forgotten you god is not trying to give you something that you can't handle if you're not content now you will not be content when you receive or when you go to where you think you need to go to or have what you think you need to have it doesn't work like that be encouraged i once heard a story about how god created the animals and man god created a donkey and said you will be a donkey you will work tirelessly from sun up to sundown you will carry big bags on your back you will eat grass you will not be intelligent and you live for 50 years and the donkey said that's too much god why don't you just give me 20 years and god says okay then god created the dog and said you will be man's best friend you will take care of the house and you eat whatever they give you and you'll have 25 years and the dog said that's too much just give me 10 and god says okay then god created the monkey and said you would jump from branch to branch you would do silly things and you will be amusing and you will live for 20 years and the monkey said that's too much just give me 10 and god says okay then god created man 
and say you'll be the only rational being. You'll use your intelligence to control the animals. You'll have dominion and you live for 20 years. And the man said, 20 years? That's too little. Why don't you give me the 30 years the donkey didn't want, the 15 years the dog didn't want, and the 10 years the monkey didn't want? And God says, okay, since then, man has been living like man for 20 years. Then he enters into adulthood and spends 30 years like a donkey, working tirelessly from sunup to sundown, carrying big bags on his back. Then when the kids leave home, he lives 15 years like a dog. He takes care of the house. He eats whatever is given to him. Then he enters retirement and lives 10 years like a monkey, jumping from house to house or children to children, doing silly things, trying to amuse the grandkids. Thank you for listening to the While You're Single podcast. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, 